Dear listeners, welcome to Out of Office. Welcome to, dear listeners, to, you know, LTS Out of Office. What do you want to talk about today, Alan? Oh, and, you know, special guest, the big, big man himself, Alan. Well, I appreciate the the special guest, but it's just us two, bro. <laughs> mano a mano, mano a mano, the fantastic duo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, um, definitely, I uh, appreciate this out of office recording that we did in order for us to uh, test out, uh, to be more precise, the this new what, what's this uh, system called, Marcos? Riverside FM. Right, Riverside. So basically, this is our way of testing it, testing it out and uh, absolutely like figuring <laughs> all this uh, type of stuff out in order for us to be able to use it for future uh, podcast recordings. Um, I think that. Do you hear, it, do you hear it, this when I'm talking? Yes. Let's As see, if you... it, like you're knocking on the door. Yeah, that was me tapping on the mic. Let's see. Can you give me a tap? I hear that. Where is that? That is my finger tapping the mic. Oh, the the handheld mic or the phone mic? No, the handheld mic. Amen. So we clean, we clean. Yes. So hopefully our audio comes in nice, crisp, and clear. Yes, sir. What else? And I already know what microphone you're holding. You know, we were we were talking that you're always holding. You know. Yes. And uh, but yeah, and uh, this is the UI. How does it feel with um, this new UI versus what we've been recording with uh, Clean Feed? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this much as I mean, I think Clean Feed is really good as far as like everything on the screen. At least because I use Clean Feed on my actual laptop, not my my phone. But because this one is on my phone, I'm I guess I can compare it a little bit better, uh, more so uh, to the to when we record on discord uh-huh. and this one to me it even though it's a little i guess you can call it simpler but i think simpler is a little bit better because you don't have to do too much and you can just toggle on and off certain things on it um but you know we'll we'll, we'll check we, we still have to test it out a little bit more and see if um it's a good fit for us uh moving forward um yeah, but because, I, uh life yeah. life is uh giving us the opportunity to move around so hopefully this app yeah. or this service is just as flexible because discord no shade is is pretty good but uh, in the audio sense you it's it it's has limited. its limitations right and this one Definitely. has its you know you're easier easier to use on the move and still Which, not by the way, I, I, yeah yeah i was gonna ask you uh how well obviously this is just a test run i guess but um, do you are or do you find yourself able to insert like music, uh, like as a backdrop, um, or use the soundboard or anything like that, or is it just uh, simply strictly just uh, you, the mic, and you know hitting record basically? Right now, it says there's a soundboard here, but I don't think it, you'll hear. It. Let me know if you hear this. Sure. their claps no i don't hear a thing okay so yeah it's it's only within the recording it'll appear as its own track but it that's the thing it's different 
clean feed uh was you know even though it was just um browser based it was it was heavy you know it was it was hefty and it right. mainly optimized for either to record directly on it on the on your phone or use your computer to do it and it's a it's it's good for what it is but this one is more flexible and hopefully will record just as good and give us uh the same features the only thing missing like we were talking about is that <clears throat> that uh soundboard which is here but it's not um audible for the entire peep uh squad peep um for all the listeners here just me being the okay. producer so which is you know it is what it is and hopefully i can you know hopefully help improve riverside will we'll be other social medias or something like that okay okay so as far as like you being able to edit um and just i guess you can say gradually um edit or not edit but like um, manipulate the the levels on our voice and stuff like that or uh being able to kind of um kill the noise i i guess that's uh, around our surroundings are you are you going to be able to do that with this system or or, or is it still too soon to it has to some default settings of uh background noise suppression on the fly and to add it into the recording so that in itself is pretty good okay. so okay. i i'm very happy about that yeah it sounds promising sounds really good um as far as um as uh mic quality does the like does having a better mic um help or hurt uh us recording through the system it helps it's because it's gonna right now it's doing a double duty right it's doing something for us to you and i communicate over the internet and also it gives us the ability to it gives it the ability to capture the highest quality that it can and upload it to the cloud and me download it from there so there's there is a big difference on clean feed clean feed me being the host i was responsible for having uh managing the downloads all those things on the fly and the browser would accumulate that data from all my guests and myself but riverside okay okay it goes to those to the cloud and from there i back it up so uh, right now technically your phone or your tablet or your computer my computer is um recording it locally and uploading it at the same time and at the same and simultaneously uh right. putting it on giving us this community ability to communicate but, or do a video yeah. and that's you know exciting on its own it sure is that uh like you said it sounds very promising where there's still some i guess kinks we need to work out to see how well it's going to work for us but this being able to work on the fly and be a lot more flexible does sound really nice so that's that's a plus i guess you can you can give it right it it doesn't hold us um it it doesn't hold us restrained to the internet quality of whoever the guest might be myself the host for example i can put my phone i can do this from my phone hopefully and have it all um uh work from the phone record on my phone locally upload it to the cloud and download all that oh i see i see or or it it saves mine and it pulls the guests in okay that sounds awesome bro yes by the way yes um now, do you want to would you like to uh do a mid-credit commercial 
<laughs> well, well what, what do you have in mind now? I'm always down. I'm down. Well, what do you have in, well, in I mind? I just wanted to plug our social media accounts. And uh, for our listeners that haven't uh, been able to hear our podcast, perhaps, uh, on Spotify, maybe I we can entice you to go over to YouTube because we're now uploading um, our podcast also on YouTube for those that uh maybe don't have spotify or don't use spotify or don't use apple Podcasts or whatnot or or google podcast maybe you'd like to go over to youtube and listen to us there um that's another option um that we have going on and um also um heads up because uh going forward we'll periodically be uploading some lts in espanol for those people that espanol um, right that understand or speak spanish uh, or want to hear us uh some maybe some hot takes in spanish um with special guests obviously we're gonna um integrate that into part of the lts family and uh, hopefully going forward for the rest of this 2023 year um you'll have both english and spanish so you have plenty to choose from uh hopefully um if you are a uh, long-time listener which we've only been recording for how long marcos about a year and some it, change it, i mean it's <laughs> It doesn't, I mean, podcast is, it, it's at the mercy of whatever people want to listen to. So it it's, I think, time frame, two years. And we're going to be rolling up on the third year yes, sir. in May. In yes, March sir. or in so May. For our long time, you're going to eat well, both in English and Spanish. <laughs> so that's basically what I wanted to plug Um our, our social media, our second channel that's in the works that has already uh, been... Um, established on spotify and obviously uh for for youtube we'll we'll have uh, uh, all the links for our separate things uh in the bio for our instagram twitter uh for youtube for spotify and uh, anything else that uh, we have we'll definitely have it on our bios we'll have it as uh, other links um on spotify or what have you uh so definitely take us take a second check it out interact with us and we really would appreciate if you did that um and i think we usually mention this and i'm mentioning it now uh we do have polls and we do have um uh, questions that if you like to participate in definitely do uh we would really appreciate it Is amen there anything you would would you like to add anything else marcos what else uh, you know uh give us a five star if you if you, you know feel you know tempted in your heart and you know give us a like on on youtube and a follow and you know give us a comment and to see what we can improve upon you know please and thank you yes please and thank you so yeah that's yes. basically our mid uh mid credit uh announcement um so uh marcos uh now that we are in uh i guess you could say the first quarter of the year um what are your thoughts about moving forward as far as um, uh, food, travel, uh, technology? Uh, I think in one of our latest episodes, regular episodes, we were talking with Josue um, about uh, the new Samsung S23 Ultra. Uh, yes, we sir. did give a couple of our thoughts about it. And uh, obviously, um, I think that uh, we, we basically gave our two cents about that phone in particular and we know that uh, the other manufacturers are going to come out with uh, their take or their uh, phones 
latest and greatest for either Apple or some other Android phone. Um, do you have anything in particular that you are uh, excited to see coming out from other manufacturers? Uh, you already like know me. Sony, Google, Apple, main, Apple. Personally. Oh, Google. Yeah. Another Pixel. Okay. I've been hearing about the G2 and allegedly that they're coming out with a tablet, but this is hearsay. Right. Oh, I think they're even coming out with a watch, but oh nice! A, I, I hear that there's a better, there's more coverage in Samsung with their watch with the Google, Google UI for a smartwatch. So, in that case, like, why not just stay with Samsung? And also, the tablet department in Samsung has been calling to me. Like, they've been getting pretty good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, I I have have heard about um I guess you can say uh, tablets and new phones that are been that are they're gonna come out uh, this year. Yes. I want to say either spring of this year or fall of this year. Um, but it, it is exciting. I think one of the exciting news I also heard was the new um I guess uh, upgrade or um yeah upgrade to Dex on Samsung's phones where you can connected to your monitor and you can use your phone as a computer i guess not the most powerful computer but definitely you can do things like word processing excel spreadsheets and stuff like that perhaps powerpoint uh use a web browser and uh and everything is integrated into your phone so um this upgrade to their uh ui um for decks is a little bit Oh, apparently cleaner smoother uh and i think now it's going to be able to um produce 4k on on the monitor so that, oh, like that's a, something like a like a mirror or a stream yeah like uh, you basically uh, are able to hdmi connect it right from your phone to the monitor whether it be your tv monitor or uh your computer monitor um uh, I'm, you can probably mirror it through uh, Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, um, but I think the more uh, the the better connection or f uh, the fidelity-wise or a little more faithful would probably be through the Type C uh, to HDMI connection. So that might be something people that are going out and buying these phones uh, might want to take in this into consideration because you might find it useful. Um, uh, watching movies pro probably right or uh playing your phone games on the big screen might be something that uh interests you so i don't know it's something to think about um is there anything else that you wanted to add for that one well it's for a while since the gal i i'm a galaxy uh, samsung user and i've had the yes, galaxy sir, yes, note, the note 9 and now the s22 I think you can hear those in previous podcast episodes but regarding decks since the galaxy note 9 i haven't had much complaints and in the sense of word processing all those things it's very powerful because the app support on the androids itself have, have been getting very very good and uh but the user interface never called to me but i have used it for media consumption all those things on my computer so i'm not gonna say that it's it's lacking in that sense but uh for okay what mirroring i guess mirroring it on the 1080p screen it no issues found it's pretty good um the user interface again if you had your mirror pc monitor as a touchscreen it'd be more seamless right but in this case <clears throat> mine has no touchscreen capabilities but just in general being able to mirror this on a windows device is major since galaxy mm. since the note 9 
definitely definitely and um i want to say that it's something that i was thinking about and i think i mentioned it a couple of podcast episodes ago where uh samsung came out with one of these like 55 inch uh tvs that are like it's curved apparently i think it was and but i think the oh yeah the more unique unique part of this tv or monitor is that it, it goes from uh portrait mode into landscape mode and vice versa and it's like dude it does that with the press of a button and for those people that want to i guess uh, use it for i guess uh consuming uh social uh, social media or Con- anything media consumption media consumption thank you marcos uh and you know portrait mode you're able to do it with this 55 inch <laughs> screen uh, or monitor Jesus. and yeah and that that that's wild bro um i think one of the first um uh attempts or not attempts but um uh-huh. uh, who, who is this guy that i'm thinking about uh lou from lou later that was um yeah, using yeah. it as a uh as just to test drive it and review it he was kind of like dude this is crazy awesome super powerful you can have four screens uh on the on the monitor you can split screen it and stuff like that you can do this you can do that and like he really sold it well i mean for a person that perhaps isn't uh paid or sponsored by samsung for for everything like he i thought he did a really good job selling it and giving you his honest thoughts and obviously perhaps uh some of the i guess the the cons to it but mostly very solid uh piece of device um uh, i think it's something that if i were to have the money to uh, buy it i would probably buy it and and, uh, use it as uh, part of the setup uh, at my home so (laughs) that would probably be something i would want to get at some point if i had the money um but and and trying to connect these two thoughts together like being able to connect my my phone to the monitor in order for me to like say on instagram or use on the it big for screen. yeah 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 definitely or say um uh what's another uh i mean i don't personally use tiktok but obviously watch anime or <laughs> you can watch anime like say um you can connect it for it say that you um don't have and i don't know i don't know if um the the smart um apps on samsung uh have things like high dive on it or any yes, other uh they do i can they confirm do that they do or have high dive is there anything they don't have like maybe um there there, there must be some things that iphone i think exclusive apps i guess but it's and, been anything that google supports i guess because it's right, an android at the end I, of the day i remember trying to use the well then again my my tv is a a lot older but for its apps there's certain things that i'm not able to use or is it a smart tv uh, yeah the smart tv apps they don't have certain um, apps that uh integrate or or, are downloadable on the on the smart tv apps that's the for my particular tv but then again it's an older model but it's um, android man it's android that's a good that's yeah, a good I, observation i think i think one of the issues is that not every tv or uh depending on the year not every tv has the i, I want to say it's not the certification it's um it's the a permission i think uh granted by certain uh 
companies to be able to have that app on its particular uh, system and newer models uh, tend to have them and the older models tend to not have them and to try to renew that contract to get those updates for that uh, particular app uh just simply don't they don't do it anymore because it costs money to, for them it's to do it supported so, if you will yeah right so in order for them to kind of like save skimp on, on doing it they just uh pay for that certification or that uh permission um for the newer uh, models for tvs and stuff like that so uh, i'm guessing that's one of the reasons why uh, it doesn't uh, show up on my apps uh, my smart so TV is that apps. like part of the planned obsolescence i'm pretty sure that's what it is bro i'm pretty sure just because it makes more sense for them uh, uh for any manufacturer whether it be samsung or sony or yeah. vizio or whoever it is right for yes. them to actually uh sell tvs to you that maybe your tv is five years old and it works perfectly well and they're like yeah but you know the smart tv apps doesn't you know the the play store for that particular tv doesn't you know have xyz apps so if you're looking to you know have this app uh you need to physically buy a new tv uh there's or no you can jailbreak uh, it but that's I mean, a whole you, other right can and of then worms. you kind of like Lose you kind of risk yeah you kind of risk uh doing some uh irreversible damage to your 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 tv or whatever you can right? void warranties digitally nowadays true, by doing true, that true. so yeah so uh like again i think those are those are things to to take into consideration and yeah but um i don't know marcos uh besides tvs tablets smartwatches, and phones um is there anything new or exciting that you have been wanting to to test uh as far as like uh, electronics or um has it has anything else piqued your interest in what the has been catching world? my eye if you will yes sir yes sir that t remember with the short throw tv thing what was, uh projector there you go that's what yeah, I was you been were telling doing. me that you wanted to get one for your home yeah, i yeah, was yeah. doing some research because you know for right. at least for at least two years uh we've been just you know no tv usage like like big screen we've only had our, our phones and we invested on having you know optimal phones like no one in the household has anything below a 1080p uh 60 fps um screen so on on them so that's we we went on that side and uh it's i have no complaints but at sometimes you're like oh want to watch this want to watch this and this there's something to be said about being huddled together watching stuff over the phone consuming content you know but there's like something that i'd like to have like okay everyone let's just sit over here and in, in, in the living room table and watch a a movie on like uh the tv like you know classic style and i don't want to have either there's two there were two solutions in my head one get a big screen tv of super thin super thin um thin tv that you just see you now put it on the tv on the wall 4k yada 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 you know and the other one that came to my mind is why not be have it more portable we can put it uh in uh in the room we can put it in the living room uh, wherever we want we can have a tv or a movie theater and that i did research on projectors turns out that there's short throw projectors which sit like four inches away from the wall and they're like a hundred inches and at 4k i'm like oh lord but they're a pretty penny if you will 
and right. I'm like mad expensive. <laughs> I'm like, it's like a hundred inch monitor and that's right, 16 right, PS, right. full, full, full. Uh, what's this? Uh, 4K the, resolution. Yeah, the the thing, 10 plus the, uh, what is this? The yeah, the things on Windows that says oh ADR plus or HDR plus or something like HDR. that. HDR, yeah. okay, HDR, okay. and all those things. I'm like. Yeah, that, that sounds on point, but that's like a six, a top latest of the year, top of the model um, uh, projector, easily for a grand. And like, mind you, I think every every year there, it comes out a new iteration that is a little bit better, a little bit brighter, a little bit bigger, right? So it, it, you kind of, I, I think you get that notion of, oh man, if I buy it right now, like three to six months down the line, the newer one is going to come out and it's going to be even better or whatnot, right? Yeah. So you're trying to, uh, I guess, future-proof or find something that's a little bit more future-proof so you don't have to, you don't feel uh, FOMO, right? When Of missing out? <laughs> Not really. Yeah. FOMO doesn't hit me that way. What hits me that way is like I spent, I invested in my own personal entertainment and I know I could get something if I knew that something was coming out that could give me something a better experience then yeah like my point my for electronics recently is I've matured if you will if you can call it maturing it's that I want to spend on the con on the electric on uh, the electronics I know that the concept of uh, planned obs obsolescence is a thing so why not have the top of the line for the best consumption of content or production of content like right now that we're doing right now and it'll it'll satisfy my wants and my needs for the foreseeable future and until i can pay it off at least you know but that's just um debt if you will am i willing to jump into debt for this material for this device may that be clothing may that be a, a laptop may that be this microphone that i'm talking to and you know my mindset is what's good debt and what's bad debt, what I consider good and bad debt in my mind. Obviously, there's a standard, right? There has to be a standard for building personal wealth, what good debt and bad debt is, right, Alan? Yeah, definitely. And again, this is all perspective, right? So, Amen. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, but also taking into consideration that making a distinction between what is uh, an investment and what is uh, debt right so yes sir uh, to your point uh, bad debt uh, is you you know using a credit card buying clothes that maybe you're not going to use all of it right or maybe you're you're you know going to wear it once like a pair of shoes that cost you like 150 dollars 200 dollars you only wear it one or twice and uh you kind of forget about them or whatever the case is right that's a yes sir uh, that's bad debt right and you're you're putting you're putting yourself into debt to buy things that you don't need to impress people that you don't care about and they don't care about you. <laughs> you're not even impressing and, yourself at the end that you're done using them and like, I don't want them anymore. Right, I'm right. like, that's just bad. Exactly. So, uh, and then there's other ones where perhaps you are getting into debt, like say, um, real estate. Uh, yeah, that's, I guess on a bigger scale, right? So like, say if you buy, say you, you're going to buy a, a kitchen knife as an example, right? Yes. Yes buying a good quality kitchen knife that is maybe 150 to 200 dollars but you're going to be able to it's going to be able to pay for itself because you constantly use it you're there when you are in the kitchen and you have to cut up chop up slice up certain things or ingredients or vegetables you're going to use that 
uh that great quality knife and it's gonna last you a lot longer so it pays for itself that's that's an actual good investment right you're not um, spending on buying out you're actually right using it at home and for your right exactly use. and you get more than one use out of it and you potentially might get years of use out of it if it's a good quality you know in this case a, a kitchen knife um where um to your point also if you're gonna buy a certain of real estate right there's certain real estate that it's a great investment right uh maybe you get a property that's by the water uh, there's no more proper there's not going to be any other uh by the water properties so in, in some sense you can't create more of those type of uh, scenarios or properties uh, alongside the water that's a good investment because now whoever wants to rent that place from you you're able to rent it and you're able to capitalize charge uh the price for it and uh you you'll be able to collect um or at least pay for the mortgage if you have a mortgage on that home and it doesn't uh come out completely out of your pocket or at all so i mean that there's those two big differences right uh where maybe a car is bad debt because yeah. you're putting yourself into debt and perhaps that car isn't something you can't afford and perhaps it's not even paying for itself because it's just a car to take you from point a to point b but that point a and point b isn't producing anything for you so perhaps like if it were to take you to work then that makes a lot more sense but it's just if it's just for you to go around and like buying a, 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 a bugatti right 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 i mean there's a time and place for that and i guess you have to be a multi-millionaire in order for it to perhaps make it make sense right but if you're a person that is living paycheck to paycheck and you're eating ramen noodles and <laughs> you have a bugatti uh, you kind of have to reassess that situation we'll that, that. Bugatti. <laughs> <laughs> and then with these gas prices uh, yeah dude yeah i mean e again even if it were an electric car if it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense on paper yes, crunching the numbers right so it, yes. it still wouldn't make sense um but yeah i mean if you're going to get something of high quality that you're going to be able to get more than one use out of it and it potentially is going to pay for itself um because of how good quality it is and because of its um utility it's, um then what's it, the, it's it makes value uh, its ability to growing yeah, right. what's that word for it oh it, it gives it brings value to you uh -huh, right uh -huh. so that that makes sense again my whole thing is like a uh, a kitchen knife uh perhaps uh the pots and pans you use to cook if you're a person that cooks yeah, and again not to not to kind of poo poo shoes right because that was the initial i guess um uh, off the top uh, of your head you're not throwing shade at no one over here no 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 yeah and it's not to poo poo shoes or like if that's not a good investment because you know you're investing on something that takes you literally if you're a person that's able to walk you should buy really comfortable shoes that are gonna potentially last you a fair amount of time a long time because that those shoes are going to take you from point a to point b you walk for the most part to places so uh, even if it's from your home to your car but you're still walking so investing in a good pair of sneakers or a good pair of dress shoes or a good pair of shoes that are going to be your 
your your workhorses though it's a good idea to invest in something that that not only will last long but is comfortable so again not to poo poo shoes it's just that if you're going to buy some super ultra exclusive sneakers that there it's a one of one or a one of ten shoes and they're more like art pieces and they're super uncomfortable then it makes no sense for you to spend a thousand dollars unless that's your business and you're going to resell them and try to make money from it that's the only reason i would say that makes sense you know what i'm saying amen brother there's some um again there's one time that we were talking to the listeners we talk unexpected unexpectedly alan also and i like sometimes we talk off and we go off and i'm like we should have recorded this because it's it's really good like i wish like i could you know share these thoughts if you will between the listeners and uh, us and the listeners an example we stayed until like two or three in the morning a week ago or two and uh we're talking about the the thing about perceived value like shoes there's like a, an ongoing market of people finding what's the next big thing that's their their bread and butter to find what's going to go up in value and i'm i'm like isn't i, I was talking to i was talking it out with Alan. like isn't that like technically like a scam is like i mean can you please elaborate to the listeners what you were talking so i'm not just coming off as crazy over here um i don't remember like 100 can you refresh my memory what that uh, was exactly an example of uh, pokemon cards uh there's um obviously companies that review baseball cards pokemon cards all those things but there's a uh, a group of people that made it their business to understand what other media hard media like drawings like an uh, auction house basically yeah like an auction house but that's gonna their business is to invest on what's the next big thing like the next pokemon cards the next oreo cookies and to make sure that they got the highest quality themselves before it becomes a hot product a high value product they want to get it on the on the low end buy it when it's low let it simmer let it cook if you will and uh, sell when it's high but at the same time that's and they use whatever revenue they get with that to do research to find what's the next thing what's the next thing i'm like is um i'm thinking as a person that's like um what else uh pokemon cards yeah that's the only thing that comes to my mind uh pokemon cards like how is someone gonna did you expect the pokemon cards to ever be a big thing like versus when we were there in the 90s like oh let's go buy a pack let's go buy a pack here did you ever think that in 20 years in the future or 30 years in the future it would it would come back at better than ever if you will i, I mean you you people i guess at, at, at different stages in you know their lives uh kind of i want to say the hope for something like that to happen with something that they know or at least know well enough for them to actually purchase it or potentially think that they're making an investment right yeah so i, I wouldn't say 100 percent. i knew that pokemon cards were going to be um you know uh valued so highly that people were going to spend you know quarter of a million half a million dollars on certain uh prized uh not only collections but uh certain cards like the charizard right talking the about shadowless or talking about holographic cards or talking about you know um first editions uh they take the these certain cards and they get them appraised right yeah. at an appraiser and, and get them you know PSA, uh, you know, 10s or 9.5s or whatever the case is, right? Getting them appraised to to um, 
give it that extra authentic uh, authenticity yes for how much that particular card cost uh due to the fact that it's basically uh not perhaps a one-on-one but it's one of a few that are at that gray and people will fetch or that particular card will fetch a high price um, people hope and wish for these things to happen and i guess you can put this on like on a scale right what yes. happened to pokemon cards was uh something that's unique global. very unique uh where things like ty beanie babies huh? which was <laughs> a big craze back uh maybe not the same time Early but around the vicinity of yeah i think it was uh like late 90s um where beanie the craze of ty babies. beanie babies came around and people really yeah. thought that it was gonna it's the end all be all you know you should buy get the limited editions get the really scarce ones and people really thought that they were going to fetch a high price uh down the line in a couple of years maybe 10 15 years in the future and, and still to be determined probably right right now right and it hasn't really done anything and i think one of the reasons was that it uh the creator of ty beanie babies made it so that it, it he perceived it he made it perceive this ty beanie baby into yeah. something it really wasn't because he wanted to make money right then and there make, <laughs> right he didn't really care about if the more like right he didn't really care if that particular beanie baby was going to be of any uh if it was going to cost or be valuable in any way of significance in the future so it kind of they he kind of pulled the wool over people's eyes with making it or having it per perceived value in the future which in reality it never did and never will uh, unless something happens and you know it does become you know but who's to say right Com uh, as far as i know they're saying though. right that's as far as business. i know a, a lot of the uh, the beanie babies were overproduced and because scarcity they, wasn't there the scarcity wasn't there um it, it, it's more likely that nothing will come of ty beanie babies where um imagine us like in 10 cards. years eating those words you and i like goddamn. well hey bro if again people hope and wish for those particular things to to come back into vogue or back into popularity and yeah. people start talking about it and because one of the major reasons why pokemon caught fire was because something viral happened what uh, happened a person named um logan paul uh got this craze to buy his childhood aka or in essence pokemon cards and he was willing to go to one of the biggest collectors known in the united states that had very like rare uh psa graded cards and bought uh i think it was charizard from him uh, i don't quite remember the the amount but that kind of created that craze that initial spark for people to hop on that train to uh talk about in a crazy fashion oh, right viral fashion mr paul over here buying you know let's go right. let's go let's so go. everybody and their grandmother went and tried to you know go to the garages go to the attic uh to try to look up the pokemon cards they used to have thinking they were gonna fall into the money and a lot of people did a lot of people found the treasure that they were looking for and was it, um, were these adults like in our age in yeah, their 30s or was people that are yeah, people that are our contemporaries, and even some adults that um, basically like I started having this. 
uh yeah well some of pa some parents uh kind of fell into collecting these things because their kids fell in love with it but once their kids grew up and kind of fell out of love Left and didn't want to do anything with it and pursued their other i guess wants and needs um besides Life. pokemon cards yeah. yeah the parents kind of got stuck with you know having all these things and some of them not all of them but quite a few uh continued with their collecting and uh going about uh looking for rare cards or collections or just or sold them storing out them away yeah or storing them away or you know putting them in their safe and you know or in their garage or their attic and thought nothing of it and then you know i want to say 15 20 years later uh, a certain somebody like a logan paul an came influential around and, and, individual yes and sparked that that um that fire and people were like on it oh my goodness and uh, uh, imagine this is around the time that uh -huh. um this is like maybe a year before yeah or uh, uh, uh the pandemic right and uh and you know the whole craze of wall street bets and you know uh, GameStop, oh, GameStop? And, yes sir. right and all, so people a lot of people were trying to figure out what they could do what they could get their hands on to try to flip a dollar and making make it make that dollar into a million dollars that's basically what happened they were trying to run and uh, get catch a windfall and uh get oodles and oodles of cash with very little uh, upfront right of of investment or anything of that nature so that's something that uh happened and uh we you know fast forward two or three years now and this is where we're at and people are looking again for the next big thing um i mean the the shoe the sneakerhead you know uh culture is also very prevalent a lot of people still do that uh baseball cards basketball cards um uh, any type of collector card you know has gone through that uh certain comic books have also gone through that certain cars certain watches uh have gone through that there's um i mean don't get again. me started with cars like the 50s <laughs> the 60s muscle cars like um there's yeah there's quite there's some antiques that are very 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 sought after and people will you know pay a nostalgia of, that's the word i was looking yes. for it's like it puts you in a factor. time and place it definitely does it puts you in a time and place like i said logan paul wanted to buy his childhood because he had fond memories nostalgia of pokemon cards because it put him in a time and place when he was a kid when everything was just you know he didn't have to worry about anything oh at least so that's what i think his, remembering his uh, yeah yeah this is obviously he's, he's reminiscing basically as uh, his childhood Sweet. like he, many of us do yeah us as kids we didn't have to pay bills we didn't have to go to work so pay he taxes. was trying to kind of yeah exactly we didn't have the same uh, or even responsibilities uh to take care of so it was a different time and place in our minds and we yeah. kind of seek that and if we're able to obtain it and, and kind of like are able to hold it in our hands like a lot of people will pay good money for that um i remember uh back in the day um uh, uh, I forgot the the year but there was one particular christmas where the biggest thing or the craze at that moment was for uh, for a toy called tickle me elmo <laughs> oh my and god and people would were going crazy over oh this tickle god. me elmo and every store that you would go to they were the sold out yeah. yes they were either sold out or people were literally fighting over a tickle me elmo uh 
plushie that kind of sang or danced whatever the case was and um every kid wanted one apparently <laughs> i don't know um but that that was a craze but Again, or the fast PS3, forward. remember that one? Go to eBay and look for Tickle Me Elmo. I bet you can... Uh, people are trying to get rid of them. Like, <laughs> I'll tell again, you right now. Yeah, so I, you can definitely search that up. Um, but again, like other things that come into like prevalence that are uh, highly collectible uh, to a certain degree for certain people and there's certain uh, categories, right? Like things like whiskey or tequila. Well, the or, music, um, the big or, 70s one, uh, the turntables. <laughs> uh i don't know maybe yeah maybe certain vinyls vinyls certain, there we go yeah, yeah maybe certain vinyls are are very collectible um perhaps uh a memorabilia like a jersey signed by kobe bryant maybe or maybe a cookbook from anthony bourdain um things are like there there's particular things that um and some some of them for some are a little weirder than others and um and there's others that might make a little more sense to you because you kind of are attracted to that a particular thing um i mean uh, there's people and, and i'm one of these people right i'm not what? super into it but i know Danny. that i do i do enjoy uh what's it called uh collecting coins i don't know huh? if you you're a big coin collector or not uh, not really i mean I work at a cash I, register I, in that sense. I collect that kind I of I find coin. it I find it really interesting. Like I'm not a hundred percent fascinated, like oh, I need I have books about it. No, but I do um like looking or collecting certain coins if they have some sort of not only monetary value but if it's like a really old coin or if the coin tells a story about a time period or a place, right? Like if it's um one of the older uh pennies that are made out of copper or if it's a, a pre-1920 uh penny or nickel or dime uh some are, are made out of silver or some were during the uh the war period or it has like an indian head penny uh is this same, the same thing with bonds like war bonds from the world war one or world war two they might be but i don't quite know enough for me to give you like an actual uh, yeah. statement behind behind that but i like again my whole thing is like i've been really enjoying this like looking at youtubers also uh, look at co old coins and stuff like that and giving a little bit of history like if it's a limited um mint uh, uh date or if it was uh, produced by a certain um you know um minting like if it's a san francisco uh denver or uh, a west uh west point um mintage you know from different places so it, it, there's history there's um there's i guess that that kind of like american history to it uh and it really it, it for me is interesting and exciting to to search and look at and you know just think that you're you're able to hold in your hand currency that has that type of history um and, and you can put a time and a place for it and i think it, i find it interesting but um uh i i think you were looking for the elmo right <laughs> i did I, I don't know if you said that there's a chat feature here in, in riverside okay I, okay I pasted it i don't know if it can open it but it is what it is i put it there from my notes yeah yeah i see i see it 27 oh. bucks right now yeah of course of course it's 27 bucks <laughs> and it's the original tickle me elmo 
plush toy. Imagine, bro. People were like, paying hundreds of dollars. People were like fighting over it, like as if it yes, was a Black yes. Friday. Yes. Like, my observation: you, you were in the trenches back in the day in the nineties. Imagine yourself in your local. Uh, you weren't running though through it. You know, you weren't running through it. You were just, you know, chilling, cruising, you no, know, walking. I don't know, dude. I, I, I mean, like, how was it things, in the stores? I mean, I don't. I, I don't see myself doing that like even now you know how nowadays you're able to actually digitally be uh get get a number uh if you click on 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 like on a button on the on the uh a web page for you to be like one of i don't know how many tickets they give out oh for uh, the bids for your opportunity to buy a, a limited drop on you know a hoodie or uh shoes or a belt or x y or z yeah um but nowadays i think like even then like you don't have to physically go anymore uh for certain things but even then like i don't find myself like doing that with with, with everything or like it really has to be something i really want um for me to do it and even then i if i know that i have to physically be there and like i have to get into a potential altercation with someone because huh? i'm trying to get this tickle me elmo like i'd rather not do it <laughs> are you if a believer able to... of the black friday that let's put in some no no no, no i've only gone to black friday once did only once and that was it that was enough of a life lesson for me to be like i it just had fun. a great time with my family great dinner why the hell am i standing outside in the cold so i can just walk around in the store because Ditto. all the good stuff were already sold out like that makes no sense to me so i stopped going after that first time of going i st i said hell no no more i'm not going <laughs> anymore to these uh crazy uh you know outings gotchas <laughs> the the one time that i went was um with uh mr j Josue. I went with him, his dad and his mom, my mom and myself. We went out because, you know, we, we had Thanksgiving together and we went to the tour of the local Best Buy and uh, yes. nothing caught my attention. Like, nah, not really. And uh, that I day, you, uh, 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 Josue's dad came out with a with a TV. And I think to this day, this is the TV they use. Oh, that's awesome. The one in the living room, right? I'm yep, guessing. Yep, uh, super hyper smooth. I don't know, uh, the refresh rate or something? I don't like, know. It was, it was different that it looks too smooth, like 60 FPS. I haven't paid like, attention. It was 1080p, but anything that he they saw, 60 FPS. Like, looks like we're looking through a window, and that's like the only thing that's been, you know, stayed with us. Okay, okay. I mean, that, that's my something, right? <laughs> that's well, something. for example... Yeah. being in the trenches for uh buying cards all those things like i remember mm, there's a, a local place that we used to go to the mall if you will there was some you know where the food yes, court the was mall. down <laughs> in the bottom uh, on the, on the, below the the food court there was like a shop where you could buy kids clothes you could buy toys you can buy pokemon cards i don't remember the name i never read the name i just remember walking you know where um blink fitness is in front yes, of it, there's yes, yes. like that that entire uh, like closed off area. There used to be a place like was it Sam Goodies? Something Goodies. Sam uh, Goodie, right? I think. Yeah, you can buy like um your Hot Wheels. You can buy your uh, Tonka trucks. You can buy your uh, Matchbox cars, Matchbox toy cars, and obviously buy some kids' clothes. It was like the competitor to Kids R Us. And um, right, right, right. And I remember just bebopping over there, seeing the little um. 
nowadays what's that japanese thing where they they the japanese the hibachi like, um, no making those little toys making them like uh chibi i guess but before they were chibi um you can buy like mini remember. mini pokemon like actual 3d figures of um like keychain size like um you could buy the squirtle you can buy um bulbasaur you can buy the the sand the raditz the uh, like the all the different pokemons that they had like all organized there right to grab and you can buy whichever you like the pikachus like my brother um my middle brother he uh he got like a, a, a gift from there from whatever family members oh here you go here have a pikachu kid enjoy yourself like a little one like <laughs> in the keychain crazy. he had yeah. it for years and for me, I think it was like the Charmander. And like had it for years, you know, as a keychain, all those things. And it's like nowadays, if you kept those things and create a, a demand for it, I guess, you could sell that for, for actual cash. But that's my question that revolving all the way back, perceiving value, like a perceived value, banking on nostalgia um, or the individual that has enough pull, if you will, sway in the market to uh, cause, make a younger younger viewers of, of their content or peers of their uh, of this Mr. Paul uh, to go and check their storage, go sell, go buy anything, like create a, a be a market disruptor, if you will. Could, would you consider uh, Mr. Paul over here being a market disruptor in, in himself? I think yes to a certain degree. I think uh, a lot of this also had to do with the the ingredients, right? It had all the yeah. right ingredients for it to be uh, viral to this extent, right? So, uh, Pokemon as a franchise transcended uh, time, right? So it was Continence. it's a franchise that yeah, and and continents, countries, and language barriers. Yes, so sir. it had all these ingredients going for it, right? So yes. this franchise has been going on for twenty five years at least and it, it just it just so happened that all the ingredients the time was right and that spark that uh logan uh paul did uh by by putting this out out in the open that he wanted it and because a lot of people follow him um they said you know what this is the, a perfect time and all these ingredients just came together and it exploded it went viral even and people that don't follow him started you know getting into the Right, the and then there's people that that don't follow him that really enjoyed or or really like Pokemon or have been collecting Pokemon before it was even cool, right? Um, yeah. Or even expensive, and said, "Well, I have it. People want it. All right." So it kind of double, triple, quadrupled accordingly, the uh, uh, based on the demand that there was for that particular item, where whether it be card memorabilia. Uh, or whatever other things that had to do with that franchise and i think uh, like that there's other things that have those types of ingredients that at some point they're going to come together and they're going to be that that explosion uh maybe it might not be logan this time it might be some other influencer it might be just a random group of people that are influential that uh push for this virality of a certain item uh it might be whiskey next time it might be cars it might be shoes it might cars be uh, yeah, yeah yeah or maybe a different type of franchise of something else but it, it, it's something that 
you know people kind of look look around asking themselves what it could be what it potentially could be and I'll you know yes sir yeah and they want to probably take the opportunity if they're able to 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 try to buy it buy it, or something that's linked to it at least uh maybe it, maybe it's a first edition book of uh the chess i don't know or a, a certain cookbook i don't know for um, example uh yes. right now as a i don't want to i want to say a market disruptor or someone that's being influential in 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 the social media an example is um i don't want to say that it's i don't know what content in con just content production and could potentially be one of the ingredients like we're talking about with mr paul over here uh is uh, i don't know if you've heard about this guy called andrew tate have you heard about this individual yes 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 uh, yeah recently i was you know ribbing saying oh you know like people that we don't we don't have a bugatti right here that's one of his lines what's the color of your bugatti and recently he got his bugatti taken from the country that he lives in i think he's in the u.s or outside uh, of the US. In Romania no clue and that's how little I'm in, in personally really? interested okay. but okay. the thing on social media that trip does it go he got his 4.8 million dollar Bugatti repo if you will I'm like damn and I remember the memes like what color is your car what color is your your top-of-the-line car like and now he's like um he was also kicked off all off all social medias too so the way that his content got distributed was by third-party second party content creators so his formula in general was to teach if you will a young a younger generation of how how to do affiliate marketing if you will to make money in directly and you know there's a other drama that i'm not aware of but what really really caught me is the thing with him losing his car like what color is your bugatti how do you measure your value your success in life if you don't got a an expensive car next to you so that with that rule of him in in our in my mind how is it going <laughs> good sir like he was if you will uh, a market disruptor with the cars with that brand itself probably and probably created a demand for for with a diff, uh, certain group of people but now that his trophy his badge of honor I feel that what he consider honor How's it gonna be? Is it good? Are people gonna buy more Bugatti? Are people gonna buy less Bugatti? Do you think Bugatti will be affected at all at all with this? I think he was selling a certain type of lifestyle, and lifestyle everything. It, yeah, and I think everything in that in that sort of bubble that he created for himself, huh. whether it be cars, uh, cigars, uh, liquor, uh, living, yeah, living style, you know, uh, traveling or whatever, he kind of co-signed on a lot of people were attracted to copy or imitate him the best they could uh because for whatever reason right they either thought this person was someone they could look up to or follow or emulate and creating uh, a demand people, of whatever right. he was selling uh, using. yeah whatever he was selling people were buying that's that's i guess what it boiled down to right yeah and regardless of whatever his mishaps are uh or aren't uh you know um, I guess the lingering after effects of what she did yes, are still yes. permeating, permeating through uh, social media, and uh, yeah, and even right now, like uh, for whatever reason, you know, whether he is 
is going to continue or not continue whatever he's doing um it still is gonna have like that ripple effect through uh social media because he even though he's um i guess you can say uh polarizing for some uh he uh, he's made out to be a hero by others and this uh give and take this tug of war uh works in his favor as far as getting his message out to the people so his brand what, if you will yeah his brand so whether we like it or not whether yeah. we agree with him or not um that really doesn't uh, i guess it's drop a it's a drop in a bucket at the end of the day because it, for who uh, for us or him for us because oh, we okay. not we neither follow him nor do we i guess uh take his advice or more, more so follow him right because roger that uh, yeah yeah we don't follow him not because we don't find him interesting we might find something interesting about him that we might agree on but it doesn't mean that we wholeheartedly know what he's about or uh what he thinks or if we can consider him somebody that we can gleam some some sort of uh information uh at, at the at the current well, moment right now right there yep, might be some nope. things that we might agree with that he says that we can potentially implement in our lifestyle but mm -hmm. in, if in order for that to happen we kind of have to go through his his uh repertoire of all the things he said and uh obviously <laughs> uh sift and filter through them to see what makes sense to us what we can put in action uh in our lives and see if these things work for us but again uh, until then all, all we can really do is basically sit on the sideline look at the situation and, and obviously, take notes yeah and take notes obviously and uh, again me personally i i'm not a a hundred percent follower of what he does or what he says a lot of what he does and what he says i don't know about because i don't follow him particularly yeah. right i know of him because people that i do follow yeah. have mentioned him before and even had ha have had uh sit down talks with him and uh, from what i could gather from certain things that he has said it it seems like very common sense things he've said that he might not say in a way that a lot of people might agree with in in the tone of voice perhaps or the delivery he does it but it, it doesn't change the fact that certain things that he says are true but again i'm not a a big you know follower or uh, a big um i guess you could say uh fan of him particularly but certain uh things that he does say it sound very common sense to me but again uh it's not like i, I would say oh yeah no i, I <laughs> that's my ride or die buddy. final is gospel there you go yeah, you're, yeah, yeah yeah it's not like you're ride or die yeah that's not something i'm gonna uh you know uh, like I said before, ride or die with him, right? But again, a lot of the things I have heard about uh, of his, uh, what he says or what he thinks, very, it sounds very common sense to me. Um, not everything, but again, filter, sift, and see, you know, eat the meat, spit out the bones, right? So that that's my take on or yum, my yum, approach yum, on yum. him. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know. Um, again, uh, the Bugatti thing kind of. <laughs> it goes over my head a little the bit the running because, the running joke if it will yeah, yeah. i don't he, he, there's certain jokes that i don't get because obviously i'm not top g like he is <laughs> and uh, and uh, other things that he speaks about like you know taking personal responsibility of your own actions that's something no, i can agree duh. with that's yeah. common sense to me but yeah. again that there's certain things that people will not agree with and certain things that he, that 
uh, people will agree and will not agree with and that's just something that's that life, people brother. are yeah that's something that people are going to have to take uh into consideration or think about when they listen to to people and things that you hear on the internet right so like super dub you and i right exactly <laughs> um uh, which is very interesting sovereign dub right uh, it is which, what is it but you know like, no no no, no but i think it's funny that even even you mentioning that it's like i feel uh, like and, taking, and no and taking taking uh the 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 concept right or the person that Andrew is yeah yeah it, it kind of transcends also like a pokemon right maybe not time yet but as far as like uh, that ripple effect that influence that it has gone the generation that influenced them yeah it's, it's gone through uh to get them it, it's gone to other countries and it kind of transcended um language barriers because it does get it does get get translated and a lot of these concepts or or or, or, <laughs> or air quotes right uh, life advice that he gives uh it does sound like common sense to a lot of people and yes, even sir. if you speak a different language and but they translate it for you it, it sounds like basic common knowledge uh, and it sounds like very solid advice and people will be like huh this this guy i don't know this him <laughs> this guy i don't know him I, I don't i don't even know what language he's speaking but hey this guy makes sense these you, subtitles make sense these subtitles this is common sense why it's are people G. disagreeing with this guy that makes no sense to me right so yes even even though it might seem polarizing for some for others it sounds like a whole bunch of truth and people get riled up about it because it's like why are they trying to silence this man seeing the truth right and again uh, another example that comes yes. to my mind what's the name of that tv show where the car they were being chased by the sheriff and you know that super muscle car that would go through the houses because they're like a v8 um uh, are you talking about fast and furious no like in the, in the town small town that they were always moving hooch around um there were two guys bringing bad were, no um I forgot the name of the of the group, but uh, the, the uh, Dukes of Haz du Dukes of Hazard. Oh, the Dukes of Hazard. Oh, you talking about throwback, bro? Yeah, I'm. I'm like, I feel like this is like uh, the Andrew Tate is like the content of its generation, of its era. Uh, like maybe not only see like oh, I I look back in you know people that follow Dukes of Hazard. I, I okay. saw the movie and the, like the most recent movie with uh, Jessica Simpson when she wasn't in her prime, if you will. Right. But um. And the thing that I'm trying to pull is that some people saw the TV show back in the day and they were like, they would go to the equivalent of Comic Cons for TV shows in the the, the early 80s, late 90s. Right. And they were seen as superstars, you know, because of people's nostalgia. True, true. Like, so I can't wait until like 20, 30 years when people that were watching social media now and witnessed by secondhand, thirdhand with memes and all those things saying, oh, is that, is that Mr. Tate over there? Can I get a signature, my guy? You know, I remember you with what colors? Hey, what colors your Bugatti? You know what I mean? Like giving Quippets lines in, you know, the the Mr. Tate running be. up this in thirty yeah, years. Yeah, it could it definitely could be. It could be something like that because like Stanley uh, kind of guy. Yeah, now that you mention it, um, I I don't know if you if you remember at all, uh, the the Adventures of Hercules with Kevin Serbo or oh, uh, yes, sir, Zeno uh, with Zena. Lucy Wallace, I think. Her name was yeah, Lucy and, Lawless. I'm playing that. I think I think that's her name, Lucy Lawless, right? Or her yeah. actor, or that name though. Name. It yeah, was Zena, the the Amazonian princess. I thought it was a warrior princess. Warrior princess, sorry. 
No, no, you're clear, bro. Again, and I her side kick. Totally... <laughs> yeah, and the sidekick, I forgot her name. Um, both, they were both blind, you noticed that, right? The the both sidekicks for Hercules and for oh, okay, uh, Xena. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like, um, those are like certain, uh, I guess you could say actors and actresses that are very like, kind of like in, in your memory because they, they were uh, so iconic for that era of, uh, of TV shows and stuff like that and like another person i mentioned uh in that same i guess group would be uh bruce campbell i think he's another actor that um uh, was the very series. very iconic huh what's it uh living dead or something like that? uh evil dead <laughs> I forgot. I, I want to say one one of the ones where I thought like and it's a newer I guess newer comparatively like a to his yeah. uh, his other stuff was um a bird notice. So he was in Miami. He was okay, an ex yeah. uh, marine. I think it was like super op, like super special okay. ops. Yeah. Uh, he was a retired uh, operative and he helps like a uh, burn spy uh, by the name of uh, Michael Weston. And okay. they were all played. They were like in, the the set is uh the place is set in Miami. And there's like different uh, situations that go on where you know. Um, or Dexter. Uh, I haven't seen Dexter. I I've heard good things, but uh, again, this show I I vague um, I I remember in 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 a good way because um, Bruce Campbell to me is a really good actor. And um, I think that he's done good work or good acting gigs in other, like in the past. And uh, this, I think he was really good in as well. And it's just something I mentioned that I really remember, like a Hercules, like a Xena, right? So it kind of puts a like time an Andrew in a place. Right. right, exactly. It's a personality that you kind of think and say, oh, yes, that guy, that that person right there, yes. Um, and for better or for worse, <laughs> you remember the person, and you're like, okay, yeah, that, that that's that's dude right there, or that's that's her right there, you know. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't wait until they go to conventions and sell themselves as a thing. Like the guy that did uh, Breaking Bad, um, I, and Malcolm I in the Middle. Name. He he would cosplay yes. as himself or as a guy in a, in the in the hazmat suit. Well, go what was the guy convention. from from Malcolm in the Middle? Uh, the I guess the 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 main character didn't. Uh, I think his his name is Frankie Nunez, right? Yeah, yeah. What happened? The kid, yeah, Malcolm. Yeah, yeah. So I think he became. Uh, I think not too long ago, maybe a couple weeks ago or a month ago, I kind of vaguely remember reading that he became a NASCAR driver, a professional NASCAR driver. Jesus. Hey there, Marcos here. This marks the end of part one of this recording. Join us next week on the posting of part two. Also, there's a video version of this podcast posted every Thursdays of the week. The podcast is posted on Tuesdays and the video on Thursdays, unless otherwise told. So, you know, enjoy. From the bottom of my heart, Marcos and the LTS squad signing out.